You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Dave's Corner Garage. Heard every Saturday morning from 10 to 11 on Zoomer Radio, the new AM740. Gentlemen, start your engine! Triangle Tire, Tires for Life presents Dave's Corner Garage. The following is a paid program. Opinions expressed can sometimes be accompanied by hand gestures, which your sister may find offensive, but you think are hilarious. There's one in every family. Buckle in, everyone. It's time to get this show on the road. Time for Dave's Corner Garage, your Saturday morning joyride on Zoomer Radio. Got a car query? Call now, 416-360-0740, or toll free at 1-866-740-4740. yee Happy Saturday, Al. Happy Saturday, Brian. How are you? I'm great. How are you? It's a gorgeous day out there, eh? It, it really was. You know what? It got up this morning, and uh, it was all foggy. I'm like, what's going on? And uh, the, the the sun broke through the clouds, and me and the dog went for a walk. It's a lovely Saturday morning. Excellent, excellent. And uh, the leaves, you know, there's tons of them all over the place. You really have to be careful, eh? Yes. Oh, that's that's for sure. And, uh, you know, like my midtown residential streets have leaves all over the place. So, you know, they're just slippery. So when you're out there driving, you got to pay attention. Exactly. Uh, they're almost like ice, eh? If you have to stop quick. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Like, yeah. There's no grip on leaves, especially wet leaves. <laughs> Can you get wet leave tires? I don't have those. Yet. I don't think we need a tire expert in here today, but we don't have a tire expert. We've got another expert. We've got Amy Bradley from Wayfair Insurance in here today. Good morning, gentlemen. Thank you so much for having me. Thanks for joining us today, Amy. Amy, apparently there's all kinds of new rules that people are going to have to know about when they're booking reservations next year, eh? Yes, especially for your provincial parks. Okay. And we'll go over the pros and cons. Are there really? There's no cons to camping. No, but for the camping regulations, Mm. there are, especially for the provincial parks. But no, when you camp, you just go out and enjoy yourself. Exactly. I guess the big deal is provincial parks, for the most part, are free. Is that right? No. You have to pay for provincial parks to stay at. Even in Algonquin Park, if you want to go see the leaves or just do some of the trails, you have to have permits for those as well. Our question, all right, quickly, um, but if you can't get a book, if you can't book at a, at a provincial park, there's private parks, right? Or- Absolutely. And so are they, many. like, way more money? Is that the difference? No. Oh, no. oh, that's no. great. No, no, we'll get into that too. Excellent. <laughs> Excellent. Well, we're, Al and I are learning stuff today. <laughs> and yeah. I must say, can I just open? I have a very special co worker. It is her 29th again birthday, All Carolyn. Right. And what a day. Saturday, beautiful to celebrate her birthday. Happy birthday, Carolyn. Are they going to a campground or are they going to go to a restaurant? Probably a restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> Does Carolyn's mate know? Yes. Okay, yes. good, good, well, good. that's good. That's always a good sign. <laughs> well, I hope so. <laughs> I, hope they, I hope they made the reservation. Or, if not, you know. he's in trouble now. <laughs> <laughs> All right, as well, you know, a lot of people are going electric these days, and one of the things that they, or one of the reasons they're not is because, the, you know, the, the anxiety about how far that car can go, or SUV, whatever it is, it's electric. And uh, we've got um, Michael Kitchen on. He's from EV, from Ivy EV Charging Network, right? Yeah, they've got a charging network all over Ontario now, and uh, I've used it. And uh, had a great experience. So they've got 
high speed chargers all over the place. And what that means is you're not uh, you're not sitting at their charger all day long, just a few minutes, and you get the uh, the power that you need. So, question: What's the difference between a good experience and a bad experience? Uh, well, uh, like in California, uh-huh. uh, a lot of the chargers don't work because they've been there for so long. Really? And one of the beautiful parts of of Ontario with respect to EV driving is all these high speed chargers are all brand new and they all tend to work. Yeah, I guess. Uh, well, they've had EVs in California, or they certainly caught on much earlier than they did in in Ontario. Or yeah, ab- absolutely. And you know, there's lots of them around when I'm in California, but mm. half of them don't work. Um. Well, that sucks. Yeah, it does. <laughs> Trust me, it does. Oh, so that's the bad experience. <laughs> yes, but you know, the, in in Ontario, it right now it's uh, like this is this is the the golden age of EVs. All right, and uh, we've got Eddie Rice along too. Eddie Rice is um, he's going to be talking about a show that Variety Village is putting on. Uh, you know, a lot of people who have vehicles, and, and then and for various reasons, people as we all get older. Um, we age, and we're not quite as mobile as we used to be, and we've got Eddie Rice on board, uh, again, talking about this trade show that's coming up, which is free, which is always good. And uh, so they, you basically go to the one show, and it can show you all kinds of different mobility things, from getting your car a little bit easier to get in and out of, to reaching on the top shelf for that thing that you can't reach, you know, without... <laughs> Falling off the stool, you know. Right. Which is what I've told my wife. I said, honey, just use the stool. She said, no, you're standing right here and you're taller. Just you do it. So, and then maybe they'll teach you how to win an argument too. Yep. Yeah. That's <laughs> that would be a miracle thing, eh? It's okay. I listen to you, Al. <laughs> <laughs> and I do appreciate it. I'll give you my home number. Please That's right. Ask for Debbie. All okay. Right? <laughs> All right, this is Dave's Corner Garage. We're having a blast here. We've got Carlos behind the board and we're going to be talking to uh, Amy, who. I don't know if you. She's not feeling her normal self today. I don't know if you picked up on that, but hopefully she'll feel a little better yeah, and we, have a little bit more yeah, excitement. We, we need a little more energy from you. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Where to park that big thing of yours? We'll be right back. Welcome back to Dave's Corner Garage. I'm Brad Max in studio with Alan Gelman and Amy Bradley from Wayfair Insurance. Amy, what's going on? You you came from afar to get to the studio today, didn't you? I did. A little village or hamlet, Cambrai, outside of Lindsay. Wow. So you talk about the fog. There was lots of fog and lots of leaves on the ground. And you are correct. It is like ice with the dew on them. Mm Mm-hmm. But I drive nice and slow. I don't believe that. <laughs> All right. Well, ever since the inception or the invention of COVID, uh, camping has gone crazy. It and, has. You know, I guess a lot of people found that as a way to 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 stay with their family, get out and enjoy enjoy the outdoors. But at the same time, they could cocoon, so to speak, and, and not have to be exposed to everybody else who was coughing and farting all around them. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Especially when the borders closed down, everyone got into RVing. Mm-hmm. Everyone was going to the provincial parks, which is great. We're spending our own money in Canada, but... But, there's a big but here. There is a big but, because there's... Since 2014, um, RVers in provincial parks, there was about 4 million. Mm-hmm. Now in 2021, we're over 6 million oh, wow. campers. So that's quite a significant difference. So when you want that campsite, it's hard to book. So the provincial campgrounds or parks, I should say, mm-hmm. they, they were listening to everyone, taking down comments, and they came up with a minimum night stay for the five top provincial parks. Uh, Instead of a 23-night stay, you're down to a week. 
So seven days. No So kidding. that's huge. Yeah. So I'm confused. You said a minimum night stay. You mean a maximum, maximum. night? Yes. Oh. Maximum. Yes. Okay. Maximum. <laughs> you had me on that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maximum. So you could go up to 23. Yeah. But you have to remember these are provincial parks. Yeah. If you do private parks, yeah. you can still have your same. No, but the, the big difference, of course, is that, I, you know, here, I, I was planning, I get two weeks off for the summer, mm-hmm. and, and, and I planned on taking my trailer out to this beautiful park, Algonquin or yep. better close by, but now you're telling me I can't do that. You can't I, I do can that. only stay for a week. Yes. Well, that's for the top five. So the top five, you're looking at Algonquin parks. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So all of Algonquin, Bon Echo, Kilbear, Sandbanks, and Pinery. So those top five have a max seven. Then the, you, if you want to stay your 14 nights, mm-hmm. you can check out, there's a whole list of other campgrounds, uh, provincial parks. But so, you have to be driving 100 miles further. Pro, well, depending where you are, yes. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yep. So they're not, your, they're still popular, like Grundy, um, Grundy Lake, which is an awesome provincial park. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can still stay 14 nights max. But then the other campgrounds that are way up north, I'm going to say, you can still do your 23-night stay. But your private, I think this is, to me, honestly, it's probably going to push more people to do your private parks and your private campgrounds. Mm -hmm. But you have to remember, this is only for um, your RV campsites. Um, So campsites that you have to book in. If you're backpacking or something like that, it's still... Your regular time. And what people don't realize is if you are at um, Crown Lands, Mm -hmm. you can stay there and you can park there for your 23. I can't remember. I think it's 23 or 28 days. You can stay there Mm -hmm. and then you have to move. What's the difference between the Crown Lands? Crown Lands, there's nothing. You literally just drive, park. It's just an open field. Oh, okay. So no facility. There's no facilities. No facility. Okay. Yeah. So you can still do that with your crown lands, um, but this is just provincial parks because everyone loves a provincial park, to be honest. Yeah. and They're beautiful. And Sandbanks is, is such a great destination. Like, yes. It's beautiful there. Yeah. And, and who likes to squat in the bushes, eh? Right. Not nobody. Not nope. a whole lot of people. Well, no. And it's happened. I'm just saying, when you farm, it happens. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it happens. It happens. It happens. That's what you were saying. Of course yeah, yeah, yeah. it does. Life happens, we deal with <laughs> yep. it. But and, it, and, and what's the difference? Different the, the sorry disadvantage to staying in a private park as opposed to a, um, a, 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 a provincial park. Do you know what? There's not really. It could be just the amenities. And when you're at provincial parks, there's more trails that you can go on. Okay. Um, especially Algonquin Park, you can literally go from. Uh, we stay at Pog. Uh, on usually in August, mm-hmm. and you can go to Pog all the way to, we call it the ice cream store, mm-hmm. because when you go moose hunting in the morning, well, actually, Carrie takes them out at 5 o'clock, and they always find a moose somewhere and take pictures, so it's beautiful. But you can literally walk. We all go bicycling to the Blueberry Patch. Then you have the falls. So they have beautiful parks. But if you go, there's a park, um, uh, Chamon. Um, no, Chateau Lodge, Lodge Chateau outside of Fenland Falls. We've stayed there before as well. And if you ATV, now that's a private park. If you ATV, it's right on the trail. So mm-hmm. you can camp at different right. um, campgrounds 
and still find beautiful trails as well. Okay, so it, it's more a case of a private park just being a place to park your vehicle. Yeah. But there's not a lot of outside amenities. Like, there, you know, there, you can't, there's no forest that you can walk through for hours. Some do, some don't. You really have to now do your research if you are going to a private campground. I was going to say, it sounds like homework is the name of the game. Yep. Whether you want to book a place, you got to do it early. You got to find out what's available there. Yep. Whether you're going to bring a little stool to uh, squat, you know. Yes. And if people want more information on this, just go to rvingtips.ca and we'll have, we have a whole blog on there for you. Perfect. All right, super. After the break, we're going to be talking to Mr. Eddie Rice, talking about Variety Village and uh, the big event that's coming up uh, in a couple weeks. This is Dave's Corner Garage. We'll be right back. Welcome back to Dave's Corner Garage. I'm Brian Max here in studio with Alan Gelman and Amy Bradley from Wayfair Insurance. And speaking of Crown, don't forget to go to davescornergarage.com, enter our fall contest for a set of triangle tires, a crown treatment for your car, and Al is going to install the tires for you personally. Uh, yes, you can come by my shop and uh, we'll arrange a time and hopefully it won't be when I'm doing everybody else's winter tires who are way more important than you, uh, you know. <laughs> Can I enter in on that contest? By I need means. some tires. You've seen mine. Uh, yes, for <laughs> sure. For sure. I'm going to see if I can bump you up on the list, as a matter of fact. But, you know, if you don't win, I can get you a good deal anyway. Okay, sounds good. All right, on the phone with us, we have Eddie Rice. Eddie is uh, the chairman of Canadian with Disabilities of B'nai Canada and of RestartMobility.ca. Eddie, how are you? Okay, can you hear me all right? Um, well, you don't sound like Pavarotti, but it'll have to do. <clears throat> yeah, well, you know, I'm getting old, what can I tell you? <laughs> it beats the alternative, like they say. Yeah. All right, speaking of getting old, I mean, and, and, and I, I know, Eddie, you've been living with disabilities for most of your life, um, confined to a wheelchair for, what, the last 20 years or so? 25, yeah. And, 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 I, and I guess... A motorized scooter, yeah. And, but, and, and I guess at the beginning it was very difficult, eh, to just to find people who could help you with the right products or services to, to make your life easier, eh? Well, that's what I started the committee that I'm on, to help people find the services. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, so that make it easier for them for where to go to get what they need. Um, now they have the uh, Active Living uh, Trade Show at the uh, Variety Village next weekend on Friday and Saturday. I think Friday it's from 8 a.m. to 7 p.m. and Saturday from 8 a.m. to 9 p.m. Mm-hmm. It's at the Variety Village, 3701 Danforth Avenue. And at that trade show, they're going to have over 50 vendors of various types of uh, organizations or businesses that help uh, people with disabilities. Now, you've got to re- remember, mm-hmm. like 20% of the population out there has a disability. So it's quite a lot of uh, individuals. That, uh, that could use some of these services. Uh, I'd just like to go through some of the people that are going to be there. Okay. Uh, there's an organization called Access Now. It's run by Maya and Ziv. Uh, they rate uh, buildings for accessibility. Mm-hmm. And she started it in Toronto and it expanded a couple of years ago. And now it's worldwide. So uh, if you're going to go to a place, you can look it up on this app and uh, find out the level of accessibility. Right, and and sometimes it was just a matter of a place putting up a a twenty dollar ramp, but but you well, had to know right. about you you had well, to do it, eh? There's an organization called Stopgap; they'll make your ramp for free, mm-hmm. so you know <clears throat> expense is not an issue. Right. Uh, <clears throat> excuse me. Uh, then they got the uh, Aquatic Access, 
which will uh, teach you to, to swim. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have that if you have a, a disability. Uh, the Brain Injury Society of Toronto will be there. Uh, Maple Leaf Camp, uh, National Council, uh, Canadian Council of the Blind. Uh, there's also home care organizations that if you need uh, nursing care uh, or just plain help, you know, making the bed or doing the laundry or stuff like that, mm-hmm. there are, there are going to be uh, organizations at the show that will be able to help in that respect. Uh, the CNIB is going to be there. Oh, and there's going to be uh, the EVAC Chair of Canada. Now, this is a wonderful uh, device. It's, it's, it's a, it looks like a wheelchair, uh, but it has, instead of wheels, it has skis on it so it can go downstairs. This is used in an emergency evacuation system, mm-hmm. you know, for people that have to be evacuated. But they also have a motorized version that can be used in the home rather than putting in a stair lift, which is, you know, considerable expense. The, you know, this is much cheaper, and it, it, uh, you can have somebody in the comfort of, of a wheelchair when it's motorized that goes up and down the chair, and it's, por- excuse me, <clears throat> and it's portable, so it can get fit in your car as well. Um, there's the Geneva Center, Holland Bloorview, which is a children's hospital. Mm-hmm. They're going to be there. Uh, Ministry of Seniors and uh, Access- for Seniors and Accessibility. And it's also going to be a company there called Motion. Now, Motion has an extensive array of wheelchairs, scooters, walkers, any type of mobility device that you would need. They specialize in that, and they're going to have representatives there. Uh, they got a retirement uh, committee there. Uh, they got the Toronto Power Wheelchair Hockey Organization and uh, Trail Blazers, which is an organization that helps people with disability be able to get out and uh, manipulate the uh, power wheelchairs that especially made to go in the woods. I hope the Variety Club is the size of the Rogers Center, because that's what it sounds like it has to be for everybody who's going to be there. Well, it is. Uh, they have the large um, track area, that the indoor track that they have. Oh, wow. And they turned that into the exhibition area, so... It's quite large. All right, we are going to have to wrap up again. It's next. Uh, it's Friday and Saturday, November the fourth and fifth. Yes. And the price is free. All right. <laughs> All right. Okay. We're going to have a lot of people going there from eight in the morning till seven at night. And uh, if you need any more information, where do you get it? Uh, ActiveTradeShow.ca. I just wanted to mention about like the fuel service for fuel service app. Yes. For, for drivers with disability that you never have to get out of your car to pump gas. You will get it at the app store. It's called Fuel Service, and you just open it up. You pick a sh- It's Shell gas stations are the ones that are doing it now in uh, in the Toronto and most of Canada. Eddie, we got to run. Quick question. What if you're just lazy? Can you still use that app? <laughs> well, uh, you can, but... <laughs> <laughs> All right, every, enjoy the show. Hopefully we'll see you there. Take care of yourself. Thanks for joining us today. Thank you for the opportunity. Not a problem. All All right. right. That was uh, Eddie Rice and uh, some great info there. Uh, Alan, Brian, and Amy will be right back after this break. This is Dave's Corner Garage. Welcome back to Dave's Corner Garage. I'm Brian Max in the studio with Alan Gelman and Amy Bradley from Wayfair Insurance. And Amy, got lots of stuff going on. 
We do. Lots, we of, do. lots of RVing and trailering and camping. And Yes, RVing. Well, right now, everyone is starting to winterize, or if you probably already have winterized your trailer. Hopefully. Hopefully. Because, uh, you know, the, Hopefully. I, did, the you frost. Have frost? did you have frost last night? We sure did. Yep. Okay, and, okay, for the newbies, because we're talking oh. about there's way more newbies now, right? People yes. who just in the last year or so decided that they wanted to get a trailer, mm-hmm. and, I, and I bought it from a next-door neighbor, but he didn't give me a list of to-dos, right? No, no, so, you, sometimes you don't get that. You just take <laughs> it and you run. Well, I guess the most important thing is that you have to have insurance, eh? Yes. Because yes. you need special coverage for things that happen with your trailer, and, and your regular car insurance doesn't necessarily cover half of them, does it? No. You can, I always say, do right... For you. You mm-hmm. do you, but life happens, and this is why you have the insurance part of it. Right. So especially a lot of times you'll hear is, I put my trailer away for the winter time. I don't need insurance. Or I have it on my car. I have it on my house. Well, that's fine. You do you, but, and there's always buts. Mm-hmm. With us, with Wayfair Insurance, we have snow load coverage. We have collision coverage. We have your fire, lightning, falling objects, trees. Mm -hmm. So rather you leave your unit in the storage facility, you have it outside, you have it. There's pros and cons of having it tarped. Mm -hmm. We've tarped ours. Mm -hmm. And I'll tell you, I was cheap and I bought the regular tarp that Mm -hmm. you can put over your wood. Right. Come springtime, there's a lot of mold on it. Mm. So get the tarps that will breathe. Yep. Get a breathable tarp if you have it outside. Now, do you have to tarp it? No, you don't have to tarp it. But, see, here comes the butts. The caulking. You know, the caulking all around up top. Yep. Then you have your vents. Yep. Some have air conditioning. Well, that air conditioning you want to make sure is covered. Because if you get the snow, sometimes it can come in sure. and leak through. So always do that. But if it's you don't have it tarped, you have more of the wind um, falling off, like... There's more sun, and the sun can, well, wear and tear, right? And you want to try to prevent that. Even your tires. People sometimes won't put the covering on your tires. And don't be like me. Mm-hmm. Like, the sun will eventually <laughs> get wear and tear. Absolutely. And yeah. to be honest, yes, I have drove a trailer with spokes coming out. Was it wrong? Yep. Did we notice it? Nope. Not until one went flat. And then I went, oh boy, we need to get home, Justin, because life happens. <laughs> right, 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 right. Um, now, other things too, there's a lot of times there's backup electricity inside the trailer that people have batteries. What do you have to do with them? Absolutely. I say a lot of people will have trickle chargers on them. Mm-hmm. A lot of people leave them out in the cold. I say don't do that. Bring it in. You don't, I call it the juice. Mm-hmm. I'm not quite sure the Real term, but the juice in the batteries. Right. If it freezes, your battery's no good. Electrolyte would be the word. Electro. See? <laughs> this is why I'm looking at you, Al. Everybody's learning something today. This is great. <laughs> so the electrolyte, the juice. So bring it in or bring it into a warm spot because, and don't put it on a concrete pad mm-hmm. because it's still cold. And when you store your batteries, make sure it's fully charged. The last thing you want to do is have an empty battery and then you think you're ready to go and it's dead. And another thing, because we camp, don't do what I do. (laughs) We went camping in our Algonquin, my husband, because we farmed. He took the battery out of the trailer, put it in the tractor. We went camping. So when you hook up your car to the trailer, Mm -hmm. 
you have hydro. So everything works. Mm -hmm. We get there. He unhooked. I'm standing in the trailer trying to push the button for the slide out to go. Mm -hmm. I'm standing there. So I kind of lightly tapped it thinking maybe it's a little wiggly wire. No. Justin and my dad comes over and you know you get that look from your father. I get it quite often. Uh He's like, seriously? I went, oh, there's no battery. So (laughs) you call, it's camping, life happens. So we have a solar panel. We had boosters because when we camp, we have no hydro, no water. Mm -hmm. So I get it. Life happens, you do it. So we jimmied the battery pack to the solar panel to the trailer so you can use it. There's always a way. If there's a will, there's a way. But anyways, you're still insured for that. What do you mean insured for that? Well, if anything happened to um, like electrical or something, we do have coverage. So if you, um, sometimes you will, I'm drawing a blank here. When you hook up um, your electrical. You mess electrical, up the polarity? You're talking about when if you hook the cables backwards and you fry it? Well, yeah, you can, um, that can be insured. Um, always call your insurance. Always call your insurance. Um, it's Wait. when you plug in and you don't have enough amps. Okay. Um, you can be covered for that. Uh, if you, surges, mm-hmm. you are covered for surges because it does happen. And I know, right? Yeah. Because your freezers go, and if you're like us, we have a large family, your freezer it's not very big. Your fridges are packed, and yep. they're packed full. And then mm-hmm. you have coolers on the side, too. But, no, you do have surge. And one thing to protect yourself, do get the surge protectors. Right. They help you so much because it will shut everything down. So always get a surge protector. Your your insurance is very specialized. This is way yes. different than you know just adding a uh, some kind of uh, rider on your on your car policy or your home policy. It's yes. completely different. Very specialized. It to, is to RVing, trailering. Yes. And before I went on on a story, so yes, we have um, units ten years and older. It's an all risk policy. So that's your collision, fire, lightning, hail, wind, storm, falling objects such as your trees vandalism, theft, burglary. You will say it's the same, but it's really not when you're talking insurance. Mm. Um, And sewer backup with your snow load. So a lot of times people will say, I don't need the coverage in the wintertime. Right. Let's say you have your unit inside a storage facility. There's multiple units in there. Mm -hmm. Someone hits you. You say, I didn't need that coverage, so it was on your car, and you took it off. Because with cars, you can take on and off comp and collision. Mm -hmm. With us, it stays on all year round, so you have coverage all year round. Let's say you decided, now that the borders are open, we have our snowbirds uh, go down. So snowbirds are the ones that go down south Mm -hmm. for the wintertime. Or even if you're thinking, hey, I want a family trip. The flights are all booked. You want to take your trailer? You're covered. You don't have to call us. Right. It's always covered. That's that's great peace of mind. It is. Yeah. And it will not affect your home or your auto rating. So a lot of people may say, hey, Amy, you're a little more expensive. Yes, we are, but you're getting better coverage. And in the event of a claim, it shouldn't affect your home or your auto because it's right. a standalone policy, which is huge. Right. Huge. And people don't realize that. 
And with us, we also have the premise liability. So when you're at a campground, mm-hmm. you unhook from your car because a lot of people will say, I called my auto. They said, I have the insurance. Well, that's why you're hooked up because it's considered one right. unit. Mm-hmm. But when you unhook, you're not hooked up to your car. You have no more liability anymore. Mm-hmm. That's where we come in. So we make sure we understand camping. We live the lifestyle and life happens. And this is why you have us. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to say like dad. Oh, <laughs> poor dad. <laughs> it's okay. I'll make him dinner because everyone came to my house for Thanksgiving. So dad and my one of my sister brought their trailers and tractor was in the way. My dad thought he could cut a corner. Love of Pete. He's like, <laughs> oh no, Amy. But it was just a stabilizer. Okay. So we fixed it. Mm. He's on, like, it works. Just hammer. <laughs> <laughs> a little, little attitude adjustment. Yep. Yeah. Yep. But one thing I want to mention is I'm just going to get back to the camping. Um, a lot of people, there's pros and cons because we have a lot of full timers out there. Mm-hmm. Full timers are people that camp all year round. They have no residence. Mm hmm. So they're here for the summertime. They go down south. This will affect them. But do you know what? If there's a will, there's a way. And you look at the positive sides on things, right? You have to. Mm -hmm. Of course. So let's say you can't stay at the uh, main parks you want. At least this way, you get to venture and see more of the country, Mm. right? Mm -hmm. So stay in a private campground. You don't like it? Hey, go to another campground. At this way, you're spreading the wealth all over the place, and you get to see more of your country. Right, and especially if you went to, like, a nudist kind of one. Do they right? have those? <laughs> they do. Yes, they do. Of course, of course they do. Yep. I'm seeing a lot more than I've what I was planning many. on. Okay. <laughs> I've insured many of them. So it doesn't, literally, it doesn't matter your lifestyle. When you RV, we have you covered. Close or not. There you go. <laughs> That's right. All right, after the break, we'll be talking to Michael Kitchen about the exciting world of charge stations. We'll be right back. Welcome back to Dave's Corner Garage. I'm Brian Max in studio with Alan Gelman and Amy Bradley from Wayfair Insurance. And on the phone with us is Michael Kitchen from Ivy Charge. Now, I've uh, been driving lots of EVs, and I've actually charged some EVs at, uh, at your chargers. Michael, how are you? I'm doing great, thanks. Thanks for having me this morning. Yeah, thanks for joining us. So for, for those that don't know, tell us a little bit about your, your high-speed charging network. Yeah, absolutely. So Ivy's building one of Ontario's largest, most connected EV charging networks. Uh, we're helping end range anxiety, which is a significant concern uh, for many EV drivers. Uh, and we're doing that by building a network that spans north, south, east, west across Ontario. By the end of this year, we'll have over 150 level three fast chargers in place. Uh, We currently have 136 at over 50 locations across the province. As part of that network, we have chargers at en-route locations across the 400 and the 401. We've got these chargers at 18 locations currently with uh, the final two uh, on the 400 expected to go live uh, by the end of the year. Fantastic. Now, for those that don't know, you know, we we, we know because we're, uh, you know, we drive EVs all the time. Mm-hmm. But uh, what is the difference between a, a level two and a level three charger? Yeah, so a level three charger, uh, which is our charge and go network, uh, it offers charging speeds of either 50 kilowatts or up to 150 kilowatts, depending on the location. And so these chargers will allow most electric vehicles to add about 100 kilometers worth of charge in about 20 minutes or less. 
And so we have these types of chargers available at all the on-routes uh, on the 400 and the 401, and it really provides a convenient charging experience as you know drivers travel across the province. Level two, uh, which is our park and charge network, that's more destination-based charging for people that aren't uh, in as much of a rush. And so the charging speeds uh, at these locations will typically be lower, around seven kilowatts. They're really best suited for situations where someone will be parked for at least an hour, if not longer. And so for these type of chargers, we've installed them in various municipalities to date, often on their main streets or at parks or community centers. I guess you'd probably find a level two at a motel or a hotel as well, or a shopping mall? Yeah, those are certainly other types of destinations, um, you know, where a level two uh, might make sense, um, you know, where you're going to park and, and expect to have your vehicle either overnight or for significant duration. And so you don't need that quick charge in about 20 minutes. And you're happy to have a slower charge take place over multiple hours. Well, and of course, the big thing, too, was, as, as Brian was talking, because he's done some extended trips where, you know, I, I, I don't need a fill. I just need enough to get home kind of thing. Certainly. And, you know, that can be uh, a significant benefit of the level three chargers that in about 20 minutes, you know, I can get 100 kilometers, you know, that might get me back to home where I might have a home charger and then, you know, I'll do my home charging uh, overnight. And then the following morning, I'll have, uh, you know, a, a full a full tank, as it were, to be able to, uh, you know, travel the following day. Yeah, that's exactly how I've used uh, the Ivy network in the past is, you know, taking a long road trip and I just needed maybe, you know, 10 minutes worth of charge on, on a level three charger. It worked out great. I've got a level two charger at home and, you know, it doesn't matter. The, the, the charging of any EV, just, you know, plug it in at night and, and charges overnight. One, one of the things I like about Ivy, Michael, is, uh, is your app. It's super easy to use compared to some of the others I've had to use. Yeah, no, thank you. It, uh, we we certainly want to make the app experience and the overall driving experience uh, as uh, consumer-friendly as possible. So on our app, uh, it features all of our distant uh, stations across the province, uh, shows you what the status of status is of any of them, so you can kind of plan for your next stop uh, along your travel route. Uh, also has uh, our, our customer support, uh, which you'll be able to leverage 24-7, uh, and also provides a payment option for you to be able to initiate a charge. And I've just popped open the app, and uh, it ju- you know, just for fun, and you've got chargers all over the province. Yeah, that was really one of the goals uh, when we were initially setting up uh, the network was to be able to offer one network that uh, drivers could use to get basically anywhere uh, across the province. So we've got chargers up in Kenora, Dryden, Atacokan up in the northwest, uh, extending all the way close to Ottawa in the east, and then Sarnia and Windsor, uh, you know, down in the, the southwest of the province. So really trying to establish that one network um, that, that anyone can leverage. And, and I have to say, because I, I grew up in Niagara, and uh, and you've solved the the level three charger desert problem in Niagara, and you've got, uh, you've got a, a set of chargers in St. Catharines now, which is lovely mm-hmm. for me. Yeah, and we're, we're actively looking to continue to grow the network in 2023. Uh, so it'll only get larger. We're only looking for more and more destinations uh, to provide charging to make uh, you know, EV driving even more easier for, for people as they uh, travel across the province. Question, I have the IV app on my phone, and, and mm-hmm. maybe I never checked, but I see there's an exit coming up where there's a gas station where I'm assuming there's a charger. Um, it, obvious, if it's not your charger, then I can't use your app. Is that it? Uh, so our app will show you the, the chargers that are on uh, our network. Uh, sure. There are other um, 
types of apps. PlugShare is one, uh, which contains all the different uh, chargers that you might be able to find. Uh, it includes Ivy, but also includes other chargers uh, as well. Uh, so that's a, a resource that many EV drivers use um, to be able to find the closest, um, the closest charging point for them. So the information that you get will go to them as well, eh? as far as yeah, new locations so. and whether... I, I guess the other issue, too, is that when you show up at a location, will it tell me how many people are there or how long I may have to wait? It doesn't tell you that currently. Uh, it will tell you whether uh, a charger is currently in use or not. Okay. Uh, but we haven't currently built it in in terms of the overall you know, wait time uh, that you might expect. But I'm just looking at our, our network right now, and you know, most of the chargers are green, which signifies that they're available for use uh, and, and not currently being utilized. When you pull up to them, do they go ding-ding? Uh, sorry? <laughs> oh, it was an old car joke because I know there's a lot of people listening. You know, when you pull into the gas station, it'll go ding ding. You know? And then we, the guy we, comes we out. Right, and they would check your windows and stuff and check. Maybe for future deployment. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, you, could, you could put that right through the app. So you pull up to yeah. the charger, and the app goes ding ding. Do they have squeegees there to clean the window? <laughs> no. <laughs> Why not? I mean, I, I'm filling up my car. I, yep. I, I need to clean the windows. Yep. Now, I don't, I don't need a rag or oil because the electric car doesn't take any. Correct. Yeah, mm -hmm. no, but we are looking, uh, you know, at our future deployments. What are the amenities, uh, you know, that we can look to provide uh, so that the overall experience, you know, is uh, is kind of best in class and aligns with what people currently expect through, uh, you know, combustion uh, engine vehicles. Or, yeah. or if my tires log, I put air in it. Yeah, well, there's, yeah, there's that, there's <laughs> that too. I, you know, I, I, I do find. Um, I do find the app and and uh, and and uh, the chargers very easy to use, Michael. So you know what I what I find in this part of the world is is that uh, it's a great time to to transition to EVs because networks like yours are out there and they're very very easy to use. Yeah, absolutely, and we encourage you know EV drivers to to try the IV network as they're traveling across Ontario. Over 50 locations across the province. Uh, all of the level three locations offer convenient access. They offer amenities, uh, the washrooms, food options to really enhance the travel experience. And so, yeah, we look forward to adding more and more uh, chargers in 2023 and having more and more drivers, um, you know, utilize our network. Now, uh, not every car uses the same type of charger, but apparently, if I've got a Tesla and uh, I could use your IV charger, correct? So at our on-route locations, we do have Tesla adapters uh, that are pre-configured onto the chargers. So okay. if you're a Tesla driver, you can uh, you can use uh, the IV chargers along the on-routes. Uh, for other chargers, uh, if you're a Tesla driver, you would need to have uh, you would need to have your own adapter uh, to be able to apply to it uh, currently. All right. A question too. I, I I'm just thinking out of the box because I don't haven't driven an electric car for any length of time. Is there a difference in cost between which charging station company I use? Uh, there will be slight differences for the IV charging network. Uh, for our level three, it's currently uh, 30 cents a minute uh, across the network. And how would that compare to, for example, a charging station at, a, at, a, at an on-route, like a big gas station? Uh, so the on-route, our chargers will be the same price there as okay. they will be uh, at any other level three uh, destination across the province. And so, you know, if you're stopping uh, for about, you know, 30 minutes at about 30 cents a minute, uh, you're talking, you know, $9 uh, to be able to uh, to get a charge. Uh, so pretty good uh, relative to uh, to the price of gas and uh, the cost to fill up a tank these days. All right. Where do they get the app? Uh, so you get the app, uh, IV Charging Network, uh, either through uh, the Apple uh, App Store or uh, through the Android uh, App Store. Uh, we look forward to uh, many, many people uh, downloading and, and using the network moving forward. Now, it's been great for me, Michael. Thank you very much for joining us. 
Absolutely. Thank you guys so much for having me. I appreciate it. All right. This has been Dave Corner Garage, and uh, that was Michael Kitchen from the Ivy Network. So you got an electric car. You get the Ivy app. Brian says it's great. I, and I love it. And he hasn't lied to anybody. <laughs> oh, not, yeah. not you, Al. <laughs> uh, Amy, Brian, and myself will be back right after this break. Welcome back to Dave's Corner Garage. I'm Brian Max in studio with Alan Gelman and Amy Bradley from Wayfair Insurance. And speaking of triangle tires, don't forget to go to davescornergarage.com to enter for your chance to win a set of triangle tires, crown a crown application for your car, and your chance to meet Al because he's going to personally install the triangle tires for you. I will. We could have a coffee. We could chat. And I'd say, yes, I do know Amy Bradley personally in case someone (laughs) asked me. You know? Yeah. Is she real? Yeah. Seriously. Okay. Yeah. You know, I said, yeah. Oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Amy, uh, we talked about newbies and, and people not wanting to find more you know, information about camping and whatnot. Uh, there are websites where they can find out all those winterizing tips and everything. Oh, my goodness, yes. So just go to rvingtips.ca. And if you're looking for a quote or you want more information, just you can go there as well or wayfarerinsurance.com. But remember, it's way far-er because you are traveling. So it's way far-er insurance.com. I thought it was fair because, you know, you had a better price and better coverage. We do. Yes, it is. (laughs) It is very fair. (laughs) (laughs) But I hear everybody's friendly at Wayfair Insurance. Yes, absolutely. And when you call, you're literally going to get someone that answers the phone. We are still a family-oriented. We are there for you. Yeah, so when you call, it's literally myself. And when we do the trade shows, people are like, are you going to call me? Yes. Yes. The ones that are here, mm-hmm. we are your real people. Yeah, and if you, if you do see Amy at a trade show, she's exactly like, like this in real <laughs> life, too. You know, there's so much yeah. to learn, though. I mean, I, I again, I haven't camped a whole lot except for just the pup tent, you know, back in the old Mosport days. But, but go know that if I disconnect the car, you know, and you got the regular coverage, well, the trailer's not covered anymore. No, the liability's gone. And then sometimes you have to ask, though, you have to ask your broker these questions because, yes, it's going to be cheaper because it's like another car is what right. you're insuring. Mm-hmm. But you have to make sure, do I have the collision on it? What is all covered if a tree lands on me? Because we have freakish storms that are coming out now. We are having, like lately, all those wind storms. Wind is covered. Everything's covered. If you... um because what's really coming out now is winter camping. Really? Winter camping? Really? Winter camping. People no camp all year round. Okay. So one thing I will tell you, though, if you are a winter camper, mm-hmm. make sure where your exhaust, like your furnace, you have a snowstorm, make sure that snow is pushed away because you don't want that carbon monoxide coming back into your trailer. No, so just sure. get out there yeah. and make sure the snow's away from there. But no, people are winter camping. And yes, do we cover that? Absolutely. Of course you do. Yes, I do. All right, speaking of information, I want to thank Eddie Rice for calling in. He's from Variety Club. Or not from Variety Club, but he's we're talking about Variety Club, and they have a trade show coming up November 4th and 5th. Uh, anybody with any type of disability, they're mm-hmm. going to have all kinds of vendors there to help um, because stuff stuff happens. Life happens. Mm-hmm. And I will let you know, if you have an accessibility, uh-huh. there are trailers for you. Oh, yeah? Yep. Yes, there's Mm -hmm. accessibility trailers. So it's not just, it's for everyone. Sorry. There you go. (laughs) Little tidbit. (laughs) 
All right, and if you've got an electric car and you're looking for a great app, Brian, a test to it, uh, Ivy, the way to go. They've yeah. got... 100 stations, I think. And by the end of the year, 100, 160 level three, which is the ones that are super fast. I tend to stop at them for 10 minutes. Uh, so check them out at ivycharge.com. But uh, for me, it's worked great. Oh, that's, that's super. Yeah. And yeah. the price is still cheap, eh? It's it's still inexpensive. You know, I, you stop for 10 minutes, you might be, I don't know, a couple of bucks. Okay, quick, quick, quick. You know what uh, Monday is? Monday? You know what Monday is? Halloween! Halloween! Exactly. And I'm dressing up. Are you guys? <laughs> I, I'm, I'm already oh, dressed. I'm already <laughs> dressed. <laughs> Well, I want to go as the trailer, but Brian has to go as the car that's pulling okay. me. Uh, motorists are urged to slow down, please, from our friends at CAA. Yes. Stay alert. Make sure you're looking out for trick-or-treaters. The kids, they get excited. More yes. candy. They just dart across the street. Yep. you got to look out for those guys, eh? Absolutely. Have a safe Halloween, a safe driving, everybody, and we'll see you next week. Thank you, Carlos. Thank are you, Carlos. Thank what? you, boys, for having me again. Thanks, you're Sammy. very welcome. Bye-bye, everybody. This has been an exclusive podcast of Dave's Corner Garage. Heard every Saturday morning from 10 to 11 on Zoomer Radio, the new AM 740.